0: now in it, the Cheltenham Festival, we've just had an exceptional weekend of action over in Ireland the feature this weekend is back on British shores or oh, the Fair Hurdle, they used to call this Super Saturday, I won't go that far with it this weekend but it is still going to provide a couple of decent tricky punting puzzle for us, isn't it Jim Watson
1: Yeah we had the W Racing Festival last week uh, an, an absolute star uh, of the season and, and this weekend it's it should be called shite Saturday really and um, the Newbury card was absolutely awful Um I've was, I was stretched the length and breadth um, it's not been a good couple of weeks for, for me on here I've been well out of form so hopefully shite Saturday can produce some magic maybe and uh, there's there's more trials of plenty of, of British horses, but we saw plenty of nice horses last weekend in Ireland, and we knew everyone's weekend was off to a flyer as soon as Lossy Mouth got beat, and everyone's dirty accumulators, especially yours, Mr. Dominic, and those ruined straight away. Yep,
0: yeah, absolutely sickening for all the other scumbags, but you'd you have to be an absolutely dreadful human being to have made money at Leopardstown last week. That's my only takeaway from it. On the bright side, it has confused everyone so much, that a lot of the uh, old banker races at Cheltenham are actually quite fun now, with rare edition in his copybook in the Sydney Banks this afternoon. My number one big price fancy for Cheltenham. I hope they go down this route with him. Strong leader. I'll well, put in the turf top 12 for the Supreme. He's a proper, proper weapon. Twenty fives is the right price if you get him on or run and no bet. Anyway, Jimbo, in the shorter term, Newbury, we're not going to spend... Too long on, on the supporting races on the card. I mean, the opener is a free-runner, novice handicap chaser, headlined by McFabulous. Uh, but we will discuss the one fifty first of all. The Betfair multiple offers every Saturday. Handicap hurdle, etc., etc., and they bet currently 7-2 to two Barbados books to beat West of the Bridge, who's 6's, 7's annually Victus Juttle, who is 17-2 regarding roof, 9's JBY, 10's Fleming's Tide, 11's Bridge North, and 16-1 to one Sir Robby. Jimbo, where would you go here? This is a decent little handicap.
1: It is, and I, I, I looked at many ways to get a horse in Barbado, Barbados books. Uh, beat a horse that uh, finished third twice before with a mark of 1-8 at Newbury uh, over the course of distance and also at Wincanton. And I was scouring to try and find something to, to try and get him, get him beat against. But yeah, I think he, he's the logical bet here. I, I still think 72 offers a little bit of value. Um, only the 14 starts and, and nine hurdles starts with three victories is, is nothing uh, negative about that. Um, but his third... Uh, behind the Buffalo Swords who over course and distance wasn't a too bad a run. Uh, he was held up in behind and um just sort of hung left at the wrong stage and he, he looked like he was throwing in the towel a bit. Um but then the breathing operation next time um sort of look he looked a little bit more straightforward. Um and off a mark of 1-2-8 I, I think it's it's only a matter of time before he he's gonna be winning a race. We saw him um his hat into the ring in early Jan- January last season, winning a Kempton novice hurdle and uh, plenty of people liked him for the Albert Bartlett, um, sorry, two seasons ago. Um, he he was then given a, a chance over fences and he, he never really flourished. but uh, this season they've uh, given him a, a another hurdles campaign. And in a race with a lot of exposed types, a few rever- reverting from fences uh, to hurdles, uh, he's one that I'd rather be on the side of, uh, a lot lighter race and slightly more progressive than a few of the others. Like if you look at annual Invictus, you, you'd probably say that, that win this season in November uh, at Cheltenham would probably be the strongest piece of form here. Um, but he's one of them horses that, that throws in the occasional stinker and we saw that last time at Wincanton um, in a race behind Sealer March with the form that links with Barbados. Books west of the bridge is He's, I still think the handicap has got a fair grip of him. He did most of his winning um, off 130, but he's looking slightly exposed now and, and just keeps bumping into the occasional one. and um, louis without the Max man, on would be of a little bit of interest, but um, he's dropping slowly down in the handicap. He, he was a lot higher rated than, uh, last season and and was 1-4-6 behind third wind, who eventually went on to win the attempts the um, And the rest of them I, I struggled to make a case for, but um, the, the two I'm on side for would be Barbados Bucks, would be the main, and, and Louis would, would be the second preference, but it, it was tough going this race. I, I looked at Barbados books and thought, let's get him beat, and then I, I, the more I went through the form and stuff, the more I, I, don't, I don't like anything else. So... um. Not a, not a strong selection, but I, I think he will be in the first two. And his price reflects that, really.
0: Yeah, mate, I'm, I'm, I'm going to make a stronger case for one of the ones you mentioned there. I'm a Jatta fan in this race. Uh, like you mentioned, the proper jockey replaces the plumber on board. And he's, he he's, he's dropping back down in the weights, below his last winning mark albeit that was, you know, more than three years ago now. But he's still only a nine year old. He's only had three goals over hurdles since twenty nineteen. Uh two of them being this season. But I thought he shaped really well. Well not, not really well, but you know, on his return to hurdling at Cheltenham in in December I thought he shaped relatively well, finishing fourth of eight and you know, he didn't look regressive at all. And then he was just too free at Ludlow last time, I think. Got got himself into a challenging position, but he didn't settle price that. And just had nothing left at the business end. But as you mentioned, you know, it, in December 2019, he, he was second to third wind, a length and a half off 146. You know, and it's the first time Maxwell hasn't ridden him in ages, which I know we are. Fans of Maxwell from a uh, enjoyment sport point of view, but from an actual uh, advantage point of view, it is a positive. Unfortunately, unfortunately, uh, for Super Max, I like him, mate. He's a better hurdler than a chaser, isn't it? You know, Maxwell being Maxwell, they sent him over fences. It just just wasn't quite as good uh, I, I, I think he'll go well here Barbados Bucks is, is probably a well well enough treated horse as well and I get why he heads a bet in but I wouldn't say I'm confident but I expect a bold show from here. I, I, I think he's a cracking price
1: Yeah that's, that's a fair enough case made. Um, there's a lot of exposed horses in this and um he's his mark has dropped unlike a few of the others. And um again you can and like Lewis said in the nicest possible way you can probably mark up Tom O'Brien riding Riley, uh on Saturday. I wonder why he isn't riding him. Like he has he got banned? Has he has he been banned for that horrendous ride of simply the bets early on in the
0: year? <laughs> yeah, mate, I don't know I I Amateurs are only allowed to take part in a certain number of non amateur races, aren't they? So I'm not sure whether he's uh just holding out for that or whether he, you know, he does have a, a real job and a family, so that or he's having a, a, a proper lump job on Jasalumi on Saturday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'll be that. That'll be that. Maxwell will be putting his savings on it and he'll be buying another ten from France. After some of, the
1: some of the properties in, in London need purchases, so uh, he's, he's just going to fund it all with Jesse Louis winnings.
0: Yeah. Like that gamble. Do you remember uh, maybe about a year and a half ago when uh, Ellie, Ellie May Crew was put up on Munfraven for Tardo? And then, oh, lo and behold, she couldn't ride. And the Sousa got put on board just after tons and tons of money came for it, and it won.
1: Convenient. What what they are going to do? They're going to do the opposite. like put Tom O'Brien on and then... Play! <laughs> the <laughs> <laughs>
0: Maxwell just Maxwell had a bet there. Love it. Oh, he's some boy, he? The game's a better place for him. The game is definitely a better place because David Maxwell is involved. Well, uh, to be fair,
1: be, before we move on, Jonathan Plugan, who has been this off before, and if you remember his riding star around, around um, the cross-country course on Easy's Land, I'd say Michael's possibly better.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: not even and the we, worst
0: jockey he's ever had. Plougner was was unorthodox. That's, that's very very fair to say. Uh, the Denman chase mate is at two twenty-five. They currently bet Hitman seven to four to be Eldorado Allen at eleven to four. Fanny and Destroval seven to two. Does he know seven to one? Sam Brown tens. Kalashnikov twenty twos and Zanza. 33 to 1 here Hitman is an interesting horse Jim uh, I quite liked what he did in the old road and then I don't think he had anything to beat really at Haydock the next time after that win at Haydock, he, he went mad short for the King George and then ended up going off 11s on the day should he win this
1: play him like um I don't think he stayed three miles. I'm gonna be brutally honest. Three miles around Newbury Newbury's gonna take some getting. And I thought this last year about Eldorado Allen. Um I didn't think he'd stay, but this season's obviously that up that he he's he does stay that distance. I know he's not got his head in front yet. But hitman, like he he wants a load of well, I mean, itchy actually feet with Manella have for races since, but in the graduation chase, he absolutely wants him. Um, he's second to Fakir he's probably best running in the marsh. Um, and a lot of people liked him in the old Rowan, but I know Gallard's in behind there. But I'm not, I'm not all sold on that on that old Rowan form just yet. Um, it, it, if he wasn't that. Maybe if he was a bigger pride. If he was 3-1, to one, I'd be interested in man. But he's, he's seriously punted every time he runs. And, and for that reason, I, I can't really be having him here. He's against more experienced rivals who have sort of been there and done that. And he's yet to wow me just yet. I know a lot of people were impressed with that Haydap performance, but I, I just aren't. Um, you look at Eldorado Allen, who um, last season shocked everyone beating Royal Pagai in this and Ex Vandisobo. Um his second to Brave game was a was a good performance at Weatherby and, and his second to Protector that wasn't even that bad of a run. Um he and again he wasn't embarrassed in in the King George and he's been fairly consistent throughout the season. Um he's looking to regain his crown here. Is he gonna get an easier lead as he did last year? Probably not because does he know he will probably be ridden up there? Um, cheap pieces are added on for the first time for Alvarado. I don't think that's a that's a negative to be honest. Um, probably spark him up a little bit more, and um, sometimes he can be a little bit outpaced. He's not a horse that I I thought was a was a stout three mile stayer in his earlier days, but um, I feel like he, he he got a little bit outpaced at Kempton, and uh, maybe these cheap pieces might help him for the first time. Um, He's, he's the one I'd be heading towards, more surprise, surprise. Um, and the other one I were, I'd give him, I wouldn't give him another chance to. And he ran in the race in 2021 and he, he made a reappearance for the first time, uh, on Boxing Day in the role of Merrick behind into overdrive and sounds Russian is, is Kalashnikov. Like, he would have obviously clearly needed that run first time back, uh, at Weatherby having been off a, a year. And, and a little bit more. But his, his old form is is giving him a decent right to be a lot shorter price in twenty twos. I mean that fourth behind Alaho in the Ryanair, uh behind Tornado Flyer and Facker degrees he's is no no mug. Beating the Industrial that day. Uh his third behind Secret uh behind Clondizobo and Secret Investor in the twenty twenty one but uh Denman Chase is a decent performance um second in the Peterborough, it brings a lot more form in than than does he know, and I know he won a handicap last time um but in at a higher level he's he's often being found out so for that reason i'd i'd be at twenty two he's of interest anything short than sixteen i won't I won't be too interested in. uh, obviously with the seven runners that that only leaves uh, two places but um I've been looking for a bigger price or bet fare about him. And I wouldn't be surprised if he, he he caused a little bit of an upset at, at a bigger price. In a weak renewal of the day, may I say. Although it has been in recent years, hasn't it?
0: No, mate, it's been a... I, I think it's a, a, a weak ish race this year, mate. I think it's a, a weakish race, and you say, yeah, it's it's a while since a proper proper top one won it, you know. I mean, it, it, looking a decade ago, just over. Coney Grease, Silviano, Cortante, sorry, Silviniaco, Conte, it doesn't matter anything when people pronounce his name wrong. Long run, you know, Denman, Corto, Stam, I mean, even further back, I said Madison and De Burley. I love that horse and he were yeah. even a grade one animal on his day. And you know, native river, won it three times, Clandes or Bo, you know, and then it's just a little bit of a drop off to Secret Investor and Eldorado Allen, the last two winners. Uh, I think Fanny and Destavale will win this. I'm not i I'm not sold on Hitman, mate. I just clearly got a bill at it. But he burst last time. Which I never like backing a horse first time after they bleed. Uh unproven over the trip. And is he just a a bit of a bridal merchant? Is he a softy? I know that's that's been you know, he's been called that before in his life. And I don't think he's put those allegations to bed yet, that he just is a little bit of a softer.
1: He didn't come off the bridle at like that, did he? So, he's still yet to prove it, isn't
0: he? Yeah, and the thing I like with Fanny Decivel, we mentioned you mentioned the role of Merrick, mate. That's, a, I think, probably the best staying handicap chase that's been run in Britain this season. You know, Sounds Russian's that's already true. done the form. You know, done the form well, very nearly go uh, winning the Cotswold into overdrive. Who I'm gutted isn't entered in the Grand National, because uh, he, he'd have been one I'd have had on side to that race. He's just a, such a progressive and likable chaser, and I think will give another good account uh, from his from his raised mark next time. Uh, Fanny Destreval, He's still only an eight-year-old. He's been around a long, long time, but he's still he's still only eight. Is he only eight? Yeah. Pissed right off. right off. Yeah. He's same age as Belly Griffin Cottage, which is mad. That's uh, nice. but he did. I, I thought, I thought he conclusively proved his stamina for three miles at Weatherbay. And he also has Deutsch replacing Lucy Turn and no, uh, dig there at, at Lucy Turn who, who I actually think is, is a pretty decent, decent rider for a five pound claiming amateur. Uh, certainly one of the better, better amateurs out there in this country. That being said, uh, Deutsch is only a positive for any horse. Headgear head back on as well. Yeah, I agree. And I think he's a good price at seventy-two. With a favourite, I want to get beat. I can let Hitman go and win at that sort of price. So don't really mind. El Allen is a is a very reliable sort, and obviously won the race last year. But he's, we just know all about him, don't we? And Fanny and I can I can kind of see where the improvement comes from, compared from this this one compared to his last. I think he goes well, mate. I think he's having to do a decent price.
1: I think he's a little on the stingy, that stingy side, for the industrial Despicable. To be honest, I'd like a bit bigger about it, but maybe that's me being greedy. If he was nine to two. Maybe I'd be interested. He was a bit bigger during the week, wasn't he? Maybe, maybe because the the boat has already sailed. But now his price has shortened, and it's put me off a little bit. Yeah, that, that
0: that that's that's fair, mate. That that's a pretty fair assessment. Uh i am going to say interesting race, and I don't think it's a good race, but I do think it's an interesting one. Again. Because if Hitman is anywhere near the sort of horse some people think he is, and I'm not a buyer into that yet, he has to be whomping this lot. And if he doesn't, then he's kind of a back-to-the-drawing-board project completely. You know, it's a it's pretty make-or-break for him, this race. Pretty make or break for the Hitman as we move on to the three o'clock, the Fair exchange game spirit chase. Uh, God, we've missed our small shite grade twos, haven't we? Grenatine's nine to four on to beat <laughs> Fulham <Funnambles>, Bulsivola <laughs> 13 to two. Alexi Denult's eights, Malistics's nines, Mortluck is 80 to one. Uh, worth saying anything about this, Jim? Penalty kick for Grenatine.
1: Yeah. We know that uh, he does his best runnings around Sandown. Um, he made a nice appearance at Exeter. He was disappointing in the Tingle Creek. He's been off since. Um, kept quite over Christmas. And he, he lines up there and, like I said, a, a pretty much a penalty kick for him. He's a class horse in the race. Um, I've always been a massive fan of Granite. And I will continue to be. And... Um, from a a vetted angle and a forecast for scumbag each way um i'm um Lewis mentioned that um sign farm' have malistic, uh second rated in this, and I'd like to uh be of the opinion that he'd offer the value here. Funan bull is a horse i i'm well and truly off the cliff with and has been severely disappointed so far this season. Uh, Alexia De putting put in an uh, extravagant round of jumping at Wincanton um, and the Handicap has put him up seven for that. What he's beat is a, is a question mark, but prior to that he was slightly disappointing. Um, stepping back to two miles would be, uh, be a negative for me. I think he needs two four too far nowadays. Uh, but Malistic uh, has won his last two. He beat Cheedleton in the Castleford and he beat Saints of Gala, progressive type of Jane Williams. is off offences at Doncaster. Um, and uh, that performance had uh, put him um, round up there for me uh, and he should be shorter than Alexia Diniz in my, uh, in my book um, so I will be playing the forecast and the list betting without the favourite on Saturday
0: Fair enough mate the, the bet that appeals to me most surrounding this race in an open year Is fourteen to one for Grenatine to win the champion chase on the generous side.
1: That's that's interesting.
0: I think it might be in each way, but it's gonna be a small field, that's my only worry, that you'll only get a uh, two. Two places on the day. But back in the Matty Post you'll get the three. Uh and given that, like, Blue Lord, who I still think needs to prove he's a, as good as Grenatine, even without his disappointing effort last time, really. I mean, who's who's the best horse Blue Lord has beat? Captain Guinness. Guinness? And, you know, or below par, Shaq and Tornado, Tornado Flyer right. over, over, a trip, over a trip short of Tornado Flyer's best. You know, where's a proper grade one horse that Blue Lord has beaten? He's still shorter in the betting, and I know that might be factored into the fact that he might go to the Ryanair. I'd
1: rather Blue Lord go to the Ryanair after the last weekend show, to be honest.
0: Yeah. Granitines are likely to make an impact in the Championship than Blue Lord for me, and he's a bigger price. He's also probably likelier than Gentleman de May, who I don't think he's going to get his own way all the time. And he is... And look, it was a great ride by Huligun, and I think Editor De Geet is a smashing animal. Do you remember on the first podcast of the season? Where, where, uh, yeah, I do. Where, where we had a debate as to whether Editor De Geet would win a graded race this year, and I said, I oh, might pick up a shit shit grade two, and then he's going to be in Ergemene and Edward Stone. Uh, <laughs> he
1: picked up that shit one easy, had
0: not he? Yeah, he did. He did. But the overall body of, Edward, of Grenatine's form better he's still probably stronger mm. and i think eddie T D G, g as much as i i have all the time in the world of the horse was seen to maximum advantage when he won the current house great ride by hooligan the horse responded very very well uh that that's not taking anything away from the performance of the animal you know you lose something second time around trying to replicate that you lose the element of surprise mm. tom cannon Paul Townend are both going to be hyper aware this time to not let that happen again. You know. Uh, yeah, and
1: Ergamine is probably going to be ridden completely different. He's he the best affecting in Ireland from the front. I expect him to be ridden prominently at German.
0: I think Ergamine's the best horse in the champion chase, but comes here after a flop, and I know he made an error at the last, but I think he'd have finished third anyway. Uh, Edward Stone's the most solid, and he did you know, Pan Grenatine by eight lengths in the Tingle Creek, sorry, nine lengths. It would have been a little bit closer, I think, had Grenatine not, not made a hash of the, a hash of the last, but I, I'm convincing myself, and I think I'll back, I'll back him each way at 14 to 1 for the champion chase. I don't yes, think
1: it's it, a fair case,
0: fair case. Well, he, he missed the, uh, race last season, didn't they? And he very, very nearly won a messy race two years ago. And I think he's improved again. Well, not improved again, but he's clearly a better horse now than he was in March 2021. Mm-hmm. I like it, mate. The more I'm talking about it, the more I just kind of think because we we know a lot about him, and he's been beaten several times. But there is not 12 points difference to me between Peak, Grenatine and Peak, Edwardstone, And it's certainly not eight points between Grenatine and Editor De Geek. Stop speaking,
1: I'm going to get him back to it now.
0: Yeah. He'll win this and look, whether it's shot, the bookies will probably do, do a comedy trim to 12 to 1. You know, once he proves he's, he's alive and wins at the weekend, must be we doing gallop under and cut him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but no, look, mate, I'd, I'd, I'm I'm keen on that. It it wasn't something that had even really crossed my mind until I until I looked at the game for it today. But the more the more I looked into the race in, a, in, in a Champion Chase where I, I think one or two maybe priced on false funds, like Gentleman de May. I know he was, you know, very, very good at the weekend, but he got pretty much everything his own way. And he's a horse who has has run some complete stinkers out of nowhere in his life. Uh, Yeah. Look, I've I've mentioned, I've, I've gone on enough. Grenatine, champion chase, 14 to one each way. Add that to my little portfolio. I really do like that. Uh, On to the Betfair hurdle, mate. The big punting race of the weekend at 3.35. And the bet Filey Bay, Emmett Mullins and JP McManus seven to 2 over Rubo, who's 8s, Icar Allen at 9, same price, Hackerty Plus, 11s Mum VL, 12s No Ordinary Joe, Master Chewy, 14s Teddy Blue, Sixteen's or can risk 18-1 to one last year's win the glory and fortune. 20 bar them, Jimbo. Uh, is finally made just too obvious? Or do we just go and all watch him win and do we all just say this is the easiest 7-2 shot that has ever taken part in a big handicap because of the people involved?
1: I, I was part of the Lanzarote Irish fan club. And I, I, I really... Bobby I mean, Bay doesn't scream like uh, uh, he should be that price, or um, obviously the fact of his connections um, being purchased by JP. Well our farm at Wing Canton isn't anything special. He's been put up um sixteen pounds in the process for them two wins since joining them at Mullins. Um I'm 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 not all for him. I'm not for Rubo. I'm not really for Ikea Allen. His he, jumping is, is often sporadic um, and jumps out to his, his left a fair amount, and, and that worries me. Um, Hacker de Plas would be better off running at Cheltenham. He's still under the penalty here. Um, and going down the field, it's not a race I'm overly really enthusiastic about. Obviously, you normally have your sexy, progressive novice running in this he will go off. Half the price that he should do in the Supreme, um, but the horses that are probably going to run in the well that are going I've got the entries in the Supreme probably aren't even good enough to be in the in the first six in the Betty. Um, the two horses that did sort of gain a bit of interest for me. Um, the first one in the main selection in this race would be one more for the road. Um We saw him win in 2021 uh, in a good listed intermediate hurdle uh, over course and distance. He beat Captain Morgs, Gower Road, and Soaring Glory. Soaring Glory had run well in the Betfair hurdle before. Um, Before. uh, Sorry, he'd run poorly in this race before running in the Betfair hurdle uh, last season. Um, One more for the road uh, was disappointing on, on his debut, but the handicap has dropped him back to his last winning mark, which he which was the race he won at Newbury. He was second off a mark of one three six behind Tritonic, who is the other horse in the race I like. Um, he likes really good ground, one more for the road. He's Back to his last winning mark. Uh, and I thought he's of interest at 33s for me. Uh, you know he goes over the distance. He likes relatively fast ground. I, I, I thought 33s. And if he can get five places on Saturday, I'll be quite happy with that. He's one genuinely I'm, I'm keeping on my side. And Tritonic, um, he's not a horse I, I was overly inspired as a, as a juvenile. He showed that he still had a fair amount of love for the game in Good, uh, at Goodwood in October, beating Goshen, um, which, well, that's not exactly amazing form uh, if we bring it over fences. But um, he, was, he ran in the November handicap on the flat in the November. Uh, obviously, and he was pitched in far too deep in the rail keel uh, on New Year's Day. And a well-run bet for a hurdle, a well-run handicap is what he wants, which we saw uh, him do in the handicap at Ascot last winter over two miles. Um, cheap pieces are added here. I think tritonic at 33s and one more for the road to- uh, at 33s. Is certainly a value for me, and I'd rather be taking the, the more exposed rivals against that. Um, we saw last year Glory and Fortune, a more exposed rival, win, win the race, and I wouldn't be surprised if it went that way this year. The one horse who is a novice this season, he's not entered in the City Supreme, but I am of interest, is, is dear Mark. Uh, he made a mockery of a mark of, of 119 at Kempton, he absolutely laughed at Caleb, um, and I would have liked to have seen that form line, see whereabouts he is. He was meant to be, well, he ran in the Sydney banks today and unseated fairly early on, um, but he beat Law and he was fairly comfortable on the bridle. Um, he won at Hereford as well early on in the season, beating Gaelic Park, but that form's not too bad either. A mark of one two five, I think he's more than workable. Yeah, a well-run race is what he'll want. He sort of likes to be smothered into the race uh, nice and quietly. He's been kept predominantly in bumper form on better ground. Uh, and at 20s, he, he's the, he's the younger, more progressive horse that I'd rather be with, and I'm surprised that the market hasn't caught on with that, really, at 20s. Um, but other than that, pretty waft race, and I'm looking to take a few punts at, at bigger prices.
0: Yeah, I like, I like those cases there, Jim. They're interesting. Uh, the one I've come down on, and look, I've, (laughs) It's not the highest class betfair hurdle I think you'll ever see, but there's a good number of really unexposed sorts. You like sort of v l a dear Mark, you know. Both could still be pretty pretty ahead of their mark after after their last time out wins. Filey Bay obviously had had plenty in hand when scoring by just the length at uh following up from his Doncaster success. That was snug. Uh, look, and I get why like, his favourite, you know, Emmett Mullins, two from two for Emmett Mullins, JP since bought him. Uh, yeah. It, it, it makes a lot of sense. But, I'm going for another handicap debutant, and it's, it's the maiden, Master Chue. I just think it's been letting really lightly off, uh, off one two four four four. Four starts over hurdles so far. He wouldn't be a maiden had he stood up at the last at Ascot. He was about to win, uh, had had the race under his control, and he came down very late. But he's made, he's been placed on his other three outings over hurdles. The first one at Chepstow, where he was third behind Picard at the Persian War meeting, you know, that's that's traditionally a, a decent event. You know, and I, I think in the fourth, that day, time for a tune. Uh, he's probably one to keep an eye on once he goes handicapping. Picard was placed in a really competitive event uh, behind Hackaday Place and Mai Tai at Cheltenham off 1-2-9. Last time, yeah, that's £5 pounds above what Massachusetts gets in off here. Again, forty he shaped really well at Cheltenham when he was just uh, pegged back by Attica, who had probably had, had slightly things ran his way at Cheltenham. Massachusetts was able to get to the lead, but they went a very, very steady pace. An attacker was in a more prominent position. Master Chewy, I think, might have just used a little bit too much petrol to get there, and it allowed uh, Attica to overhaul him. That being said, you know, that that, that horse is another one who, who could be anything and and might might be a reasonable animal. And I think the horse who turned him over at Plunkton last time is a reasonable animal as well. Han said, you know, Master Chewy was done at 7-4 on. Uh, but he's two from two uh, since joining Gary Moore. And again, I think Master Chewy probably was a little bit less suited by the way that race was run, conceded first run. Uh, I, I think he's bumped into, bumped into a couple there. And I, I think the opening match just looks mad lenient. Nigel Twiston Davis as well has a ridiculously good record in this race. You know, splash of ginger, ballyandy. Our Dancer all winning for him recently Connections had I like to move it narrowly beaten in the race last season Uh I, I think he's a solid bet at 12s each way mate he's, he, he's, he's one I quite like that's a fair case
1: mate like he's a lot more progressive than a few others and his Mark is generous the um, Connections had the same like you said the same last year with I like to move it Um He's entered in the Supreme but and the Ballymore, but he's not going to be good enough to be competing with them. Yeah. I, I I like him. I like Master Chewy. Uh, the more I look into him, the more I like him. Um, like you said, I, I, I know he's on paper he got beat at 4-7 last time, but I, I don't think that Ansard that is normal. He's um, got decent pieces of bumper form. And, um, yeah, I, I, I'm. I'm probably... Although I'm not really enthusiastic about this. It's probably a race I'll have a few bets in because I don't like many of the market leaders. But maybe if if Cannon was riding off in this, I'd be a little bit more positive on him. No offence to Nick Scorfield, but I I think Cannon gets the right tune out of him. Um, Second to boot Hill this season over fences. uh, He's been predominantly seen over over fences of, of recent time. Um, but back over hurdles there, some of his hurdle form is is, is fairly decent, and um, and, uh, he's rated one three. I think he's rated 1-4-1 one, one, one over fences, and he's one three eight over hurdles. So it makes logical sense to do this. And yeah, I, I, might, I might just try and get the the first five in the better, first six in the better beaten, to be honest. All the JP's, no, JP not to have a winner in the first, uh, not to have a horse in the first three. See hey, if I can get anyone price that up. At
0: That requested that, mate, yeah. Uh, Master to for me though, mate. Go on, if I'm to push you for the winner of the bet for Jim, who are you saying? One more for the road. I like it, I like it. Proper swing, mate. Uh, that's us done for Newbury this week. We'll move over. To Warwick, the one hundred thirty is a Warwick Castle handicap chase, often a good contest, just a small field this year. Stolen Silver is six to four to beaten. Galahad quest who's threes, Knight in Dubai sixes, Mackemberg eights and Mazir. Desobo is nine to one. Jim I think this is pretty close to as much of a handicap certainty as you can ever get. Stolen Silver is just going to outclass these from the front. Yeah,
1: like uh, there's not an awful lot of pace in this. He's not gonna get challenged up front. He gets in the river and I Warwick, he's gonna take a hell of a lot of stopping. Uh up far for finishing second to midnight river. Um I I, I really like this arsenal. Um I was a little bit unsure of it, uh and his jumping's normally pretty bang on. It wasn't in the uh the paddy power early on in the season. Um but these aren't up to his standards, and he's going one from six to what, six to four is a is a decent price. I think he could be a bit shorter. Um, one of my best bets of the week is him.
0: I was going to nap him, mate. I know he's six to four, but this is just a certainty. I genuinely think now this could be one of the biggest Saturday handicap certainties we've seen in a long time. He's com- been competing in much tougher races. I mean, that second behind Midnight River—that's so strong. He'll be Dotto. Has, unfortunately for me, given that form of cracking boost, you know, Midri- Midnight River is a very, very consistent sort, enjoyed a good campaign. You know, I think that the form of that race is going to work out very well. Jack Amar's won since in the interim as well, hasn't he? You know, yeah. it's it's just just really good form. You look at the horses in behind, Shake Em Up Harry as well, who was arriving on the back of a win. I think that was a hot race. He's £4 pounds higher, but this this is a weaker contest, and he'll get his own way up front. He'll get his own way up front. Uh, he's not going to see another horse, mate. No. Uh, the only negative, and
1: it's a minimal one, the only other time he's ran over the course was behind all mankind over two miles. And that day, jumping wasn't, wasn't that good. He's, a, he's obviously more experienced now. And obviously a better horse. But that'd just be a slight niggle that he not gone well around the course before. That'd just be a little niggle in the back of my brain.
0: Yeah, fair fair enough, mate, but my my I mean, not not only do I I, re, I really like him, I'm just not not much. I I think Mackenberg has been winning winnable races in the north. Night in Dubai has always seemed to be found out at this sort of level. He's a little bit more of a midweek horse. Galahad Quest just doesn't win. And Mzia Desobo uh, looked injured again.
1: Not round around canton, so you've got no chance.
0: Yeah. Question matters about everything else. Stolen Silver has everything in his favour, and he's just better than these anyway. Uh I might try and come up with a better one for my nap comp, but I do I think he's a, almost the biggest certainty of the weekend at a ridiculously generous price at six to four, yes I do. Uh on to the listed Mare's hurdle. This is an interesting one, Jim. Even though the uh the, the price of the favourite love envoy is very short at seven to four on. Uh she does have some decent mares in opposition. Theatre Glory is threes. Molly all These wishes is tens. Indefatigable twenty fives. Grade one winner Sky Ace, don't forget that is twenty eights. Malakanar is sixty six to one I think she just wins this gym. Uh, I mean, look, she's to 4 on. It's probably a, the deepest field she'll have come up against, but so progressive has she been this season that she just looks a level above the rest of this slot. Uh, Moya has won this race before two years ago. Indefatigable won it three years ago. They're both in the field again. Here, but maybe past their best now. to Glory, decent effort at Boxing Day, but I can't see Love Envoy being stopped. The more pertinent question, Jimmy, is at this stage, what sort of chance do you give her in the Mare's, especially now that Honeysuckle has been directed down that route? It's a fascinating race, the Mare's, and, and obviously it's taken pelted in recent years, but
1: looking at the, the line-up, it's it's going to be a hot renewal. I do it. I think she, Love Envoy. I know she's done a, She's been impressive in what she's done this year, but I think she's a short a price. I think the other horses that are in there are there's more value to be had in bringing in stronger form lines. Um, we haven't seen Brandy Love yet, or if we will see her until the festival. Uh, Echoes in Rain, like she's nine to one. She's the horse who I, I, I've got a fair amount of time but, Um
0: Doesn't stay two and a half for me.
1: Not properly. Yeah, yeah that, that, that's a fair point. But only two, two mile three and two hundred yards, jockey. Um. So, do a. Do She's obviously got a good chance, but I think she's the wrong price, and she'll shorten if she wins. At the, wins at the weekend. Um. Interesting race, and not really the strongest opinion of it yet. But I think she's there to be taken in the maze. Hurdle if she lines up. Like, Marie's Rock might even go to the stairs. Oh, that's the, the the main idea, isn't it? So, yeah, I could say that way.
0: Yeah, I can't decide whether I think Honeysuckle will win the Mayor's Hurdle or not.
1: I don't think Honeysuckle will win the Mayor's Hurdle.
0: It's not a race that's one by one on the downgrade, is it? No. But her level of form is still. Probably a bit high like she still finished ahead of the bomb. Yeah, who I you? A a
1: closer order. A closer order in the in the uh Champion order. But
0: You know, she fairly she was well ahead of Good Horse in the Hands, Grace. Well I, I'm a massive Ashdale Bob fan. I've, you know, I've, 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 I think I I've i I I think he's a, a properly, properly decent grade two level animal and and, you know, he was, he was runner-up in a, in a great, grade one last time. You know, I've, 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 liked him for a long, long time. I was so keen on him when he was runner-up in the Coral Cup last season and I thought he was going to win for 90% of the way around. That one really hurt. Uh, and it, it was miles clear of of, of him as well in third. It's, it's a really tricky one because you've been running in races that you don't really get mare's hurdle contenders running in. Uh, uh, I've got weeks to try and work that out in the short term again. Love and win this.
1: Yeah, pretty much.
0: <sighs> pretty similar comments apply to John Bon Jim in The Kingmaker. Uh, he's a ridiculously short price as well. 9 to 2 on to be Hedexter's a Bo, who's 11 to 2, Bass Rock 20s and Calico 50s. Uh, I guess, mate, like previously, it's probably a little bit more interesting to talk about John Bond's overall chance in the arc, especially now that El Fabiola was as impressive as he was last week. John Bond's still the one to beat for you? Yeah, he is for me. It'll be interesting.
1: He's jumping Will be put under scrutiny here in the team. Had X to Zobo. We saw what he did over course and distance uh, in the Edward Courage Cup. Um, he pinged out in front, met every stride and fence perfectly. Um, and wing ground and it seems to be a track that he absolutely adores he's certainly on the upgrade he'll put john bond's jumping to the test but obviously john bond uh if he stays on his feet, will be streets streets ahead of him um i was impressed with what Al fabiola did last week so i still think he's he can turn the tables on, on john bond from entry last year i still think john i think john bond's improved and I haven't been his biggest fan in, in recent years, uh, not as much as you. And I think he—he's the one that they've all got to beat still, and the market reflects that as well.
0: Yeah, but arc looks a ridiculous race. I mean, he—he he did things to horses I really like, like I was dead keen on appreciate it, and hope you know I watched that race hoping they'd go up in trip with him. Uh, I thought he—I didn't expect him to be beaten as easily as he was though. Yeah, yeah. I, thought, yeah, I thought it was a monstrous performance from the winner in a really, really hot Irish arc. It, it was good enough. An and he made
1: an error. And Al made an error. It's still, still comfortably
0: won. Yeah, no, that, that arc could be, could be a, a really, really good event. It's good uh, to
1: see the arco being good again, isn't
0: it? Yeah, it is. It is. Um. I, I, I think, I think there's a little bit of lack of depth of numbers, chasers. You know what, Jim, as well? I was dead keen him at the weekend, and I've I've backed Jerry Colom for the three uh, mile race today. Yeah, it was nine uh, nine to four was it? Mad price. What's it to beat him?
1: Uh, it depends what what runs there. Like, we don't really know what's gonna what's gonna not running the last month Chase, and what is gonna run in in the r s a
0: I trust him to be at the Manil, mate, and I trust it to be the real whacker who'll be going back up in trip and we've seen to so effect making it a test of stamina over a shorter distance and getting horses out of the comfort zone. He will not be able to replicate that over three miles as much as I have time for the horse. You know, back Jericho on now because he's, he's, he, I wouldn't be surprised if he went off mad short. Just you know, even money six to five, something like that. I genuinely just can't really see what's there to beat him on the day, uh, unless guy. Uh, well, the ground um, better ground
1: will not seem to better effect.
0: No, it won't. But would again, what, what what would would that apply to any of his opposition in in the opposite direction? Time hill, yeah. time hill. The ground. Yeah, he's not exactly the speediest, is he? No, and he couldn't be backing hard after just one run for a race like that for me. You, you need to have a little bit of battle-hardness about you. and even though I wasn't mad impressed by the way Sigurhard jumped on his racing debut, he will improve, surely. But that, to me, would be a big ask too much too soon. Uh, we've not done much actual talking about Warwick, because even though the racing is good, it's not mega-competitive. Uh, so we will move on to the final race we'll discuss this weekend is the 2.45 at your talk show. And it's a, it's a really decent three-mile handicap chase where they currently bet for it. My old mate, Mr. Coffee's 5-1 to co-fav alongside Bangers and Cash, who I put up uh, last week. At Sandown and obviously didn't run. Jimmy the Digger and Getup and Colonge also fives. 13 to 2 Burroughs Diamond Doubling 4, 10's Fujiflight, 12's Dorasha Counter, Commodore, 18's Wayfinder, 28 Cross Park and Risk and Roll. Uh everything I said about last week about bangers and cash still applies, mate. Uh I thought he looked at a most progressive type. And I think he might have enough about him to defy a seven-pound rise. I think he's uh, becoming a, a fairly useful uh, handicap chaser over staying distances, mate. Uh, th- this is a, this is a tougher contest, though.
1: Yeah, that's what I was going to say. This is a hot renewal, of, a hotter race than what he was entered in last weekend. Um, interesting, Mr. Coffee's in there with Derek O'Connor, of course. He's got the entry in the National Chase, um, and he's also been entered in the Grand National. Um does he need to win win here to have any a solid chance of, of getting in, Lewis, or will one forty you think sneak him in? Uh
0: in a normal year it wouldn't. Uh, this year I'd say borderline. But if they want to be yeah. sure he'll he'll be needing to win. One four three will do him. Or one four four will do him. One forty I think he'll be borderline. At the minute that puts him around 67th on the list. 70 got in last year. But I kind of got the feeling that, I say, you know, it's, it's almost like a 25% reduction in, in entry to the Grand National. So with that, you kind of expect 25% less to be taken out as well, if you know what mm-hmm. I mean. So yeah. 70 this year is probably further away from getting in 70 was last year, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, and how many aren't qualified so far? Uh,
0: well, I Will Do It obviously was was due to running the Denman and then they didn't because of the ground and now that, that leaves him unqualified and he won't be uh, running the National. They're not going to be able to get a sixth run into him. Chemical Energy and Manila Crooner have, haven't run enough times uh, and there are a couple who who are yet to be placed over three miles plus, uh, Cee is one of them who's now with Sophie Leach. He, he will, he will be in the 40 if they get him qualified. Same with the shunter. And I think Astrid Meadow, who's just outside of the 40, he needs to, uh, place in the first three, uh, first four, sorry, over three miles to get himself qualified galore as well. Is another one, mate. Uh, so again that 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 that's a good seven six or seven who who would get into the race but have have some sort of stipulation to allow them uh to do that Don't fully quote me on the shunter and i stream medal as well because they were both placing a go away plate, but I don't think that qualifies i think it's just a furlong two shorts it's not quite two seven which is what you need to be need to be doing I've managed to Ruin it already by talking about the Grand National too much, mate. Uh. Yeah, Mr. Coffee's tripless.
1: Um. <laughs> I just, I know, I might as well just run him in the National and see what happens, because he might have well a good race. Um, um, I do not think he'd say 3 miles too last year, only finished second in the Kimio. Um, uh, he cruised into the, that handicap novice last time at Chepstone, he got beat. Um, I think Mickey Anderson has got a better chance for City Chief if he decides to go to the National Chase and just start to run him running in the National. We need some English runners in it this year. Gretel van Colonge is a horse quite a hot on for the Classic Chase. He stayed on really strongly, uh, in the race and a well-run race will suit him a lot more. Hopefully gets in a nice rhythm at the back for the Champion Jockey. Um, Gretel Van Colonge I'll probably be siding with again. Give me the diggers stepping up from running an amateur. Uh, races at Cheltenham and needs to improve again but um bangers and cash still on the up, up improve I'd, I'd rather have bangers and cash and go a of Pancolons than the other two
0: yeah that that's fair mate I like Gertrude Pancolons I think he's still probably a well handicapped horse uh, a horse who's been having a a, a really decent season at, at a lower level and deserves a crack at this sort of company as well he's Jimmy the Digger who's being brilliant for Ali Stevens in those amateur races around Cheltenham and then runner-up in the last fling last time as well. Again, this is probably going to test his speed a little bit more in those sort of races, but he's a thriving sort and deserves uh, respect in this in this uh, instance. I know you've said Mr. Coffey's tripless, Jim, and he just doesn't win, but I, I do kind of keep the speaking suspicion that he might be... Better than a 140 horse. Not by much. Getting in the bid, No. Look, last
1: year, he ran at Newbury over 2 miles and got beat. He ran over 2-4 at Kempton, looked the winner, got beat. He ran over 3-2 at Cheltenham, and that was the best performance I've seen him do. They then ran him in the uh, in the Topham, and he, he did that. They ran him over 3 miles at, at Chepstow. He travelled like the winner and got beat. No matter what distance you run him over he's going to find a way to get beat. To run him in the Grand National, why not? Fair enough, mate. Fair enough. I, to I, be... I can't, ha- I can't have Mr. Coffee winning this race. I'd like him to win this race.
0: Fair enough, mate. Fair enough. Would Would you play Slane for me? I'll take you on if you play. No, uh, no, I'm not playing
1: <laughs> because He'll finish second. He's obviously no. That's he what he
0: always second. does. Exactly that. Exactly that. You uncovered me, dastardly plan, sir. Uh, and, yeah, to be fair, mate, when you do look at it, on paper you say that, like, his best performance is the second in the Kim Muir. Uh, that was a very, very bad Kim Muir. Oh, yeah. Shambard, that's, that's, that's Shambard, Shambard Mr. Coffey, Didero Vallis for De Delen and mint condition is very, very Hereford and not Cheltenham. Oh, dear. Anyway, bangers and cash for me, pal. And I don't I don't like bangers and mash as a food. Why not? I don't like mash, mate. I don't like the taste like it looks like it's, the consistency. It's like it's already been chewed.
1: You've never tasted the wagon at Bertle mash, that's why.
0: Well bring me buckets of it, sir. I will buy buckets of the stuff off you once with my winnings from Mr. Bangers and Cash at the weekend. Brilliant. Brilliant stuff. Uh on the Sunday, Jim. There, there are decent cards on the Sunday as well. We aren't going to uh do any sort of analysis of those already. Exeter have a pair of listed events and a potential qualifier. Uh and the Boyne hurdle and the ten up are the highlights at Navin Blazing Carl. He's alive. He's still He's alive, in, yeah. He's entered in the bone hurdle. Jim, I haven't backed Blazing Carl for the stairs, and nothing would make me piss more than if he doesn't run, given that almost all the shrewd tracing, seem to be on him.
1: I'd love him not to run. I've i absolutely
0: want this horse to
1: lose. I feel like everyone's anti post dockets this season, especially after the last weekend. I've just been absolutely torn up and thrown in the bin. <laughs> like, I'm going into Cheltenham with not many anti post bets this year
0: no I'm the same I, I have I have got the worst anti-post butt <laughs> in my life I, I had my first bet at the festival when I was nine years old and I was in a stronger position then than I am now <laughs> oh dear oh well mate it all the only day that matters is the next day pal we all know about that and uh, hopefully we've given you some for this Saturday uh, at your Toxita, Warwick and Newbury. Before we wrap things up, Jim, can I have a nap for you, please? Um,
1: if you want a nap at a, sh- a shorter price, it's stolen silver. If you want a nap at a bigger price, it's uh, one one more for the rubber. It's the best for
0: Fair enough, pal. That's very fair. Mine, yeah. I I really like. Let's double nap him and get him beat. Same double thing. nap him. Uh, yeah. Stolen silver would be the one for me. The other one, I think, is an absolute certainty on Saturday. He's in the last at Eutaxia to barrier peaks, big uh bidding to land the four timer. Uh, one at, at market raising midweek as well. This is a very, very progressive horse for David Pipe. Uh. Fergus Gillard retains the ride and he's just progressing at a rate of knots in I think a, p- a pretty weak event other than other than him. Uh Martin
1: Pike vibes about this, isn't he? He entered on on the eleventh, the fourteenth, for, for fifteenth, banging him in straight away for the David Pike Racing Club.
0: Yeah, and anything anything above even money is value for Barrier Peaks. In the last that you talk to. Uh he can be doubled up. Well, Stolen Silver, I think for me, is a, is a ridiculous. Stolen
1: Silver Barrier a team trouble at the weekend.
0: Yeah. Merry, Merry Chelten. Cheltenham. Merry Cheltenham. Merry Shite Saturday, Jim. Uh, yeah. I'm back on the telly this weekend. Uh, I'll be more enthusiastic there.
1: I look forward to seeing your
0: delightful face, delightful face this weekend. Um, you're an handsome devil, you too, sir.
1: Uh thanks for being here, pal. Thanks for
0: hosting shite Saturday. I'll call it stupendous Saturday. I'm on the telly, remember that. Uh <laughs> I'll I'll be back. We'll be back next week. We will.
1: Um heard up next weekend. Good card, the Randall Grand National Trial. Look forward to
0: it. Yeah. So am I, mate. Uh thanks for everyone for listening this week uh, take care let I me mean, hope you find some minutes you okay. too take care